0: Hi there. Uh, welcome to Bible slash Christmas. Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, guys. How are you? I was a little ominous. <laughs> dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we uh we we've been doing some meditations yeah. on some Christmas themes. And so do you have a passage for us? Oh my word. <laughs> You're just paybacks, right? <laughs> what passage you yesterday. Why does it have to be so awkward, guys? I don't know. Why do you have to be like? I don't this? I'm always awkward. <laughs> I'm always. No, you're not. Yeah. I'm the awkward yeah. one. I'm the socially awkward <laughs> I've one. I've been told that many times. That you're socially awkward? Yeah. You're yeah. lying. Yeah. Maybe you say awkward things. Anyway, okay, <laughs> so I do have actually have a passage. I do have a passage for us. You do? It's actually the text that I'm going to be preaching this weekend. Um, and oh, so you're double dipping. A little bit, oh, yeah. That's good. I mean, you know, come on. I was yeah. just very impacted by how interesting this is. Mm, interesting. Um, we... Uh, We don't usually think of this as a Christmas text, but uh, I was thinking about how this relates to Christmas and how it connects back for us. Uh, In 1 John chapter 4, in fact, this will come out after the sermon. uh, But in 1 John chapter 4, it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out in the world. So he's calling for discernment. Um, And then he says, verse 2, By this you know the Spirit of God. So here's the test, right? Here's how you test. He says, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Mm. That's an amazing statement. He says, if you confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that, that spirit is from God so come in the flesh what is that that's christmas right that he was born and in fact john in first john chapter one he connects this idea of the fleshly reality of who christ is with his own experience in first john chapter one he says what was from the beginning what we have heard what we have seen with our eyes what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life he says verse three what we have seen and heard we proclaim to you also so that you too may have Mm -hmm. fellowship with us so you have john saying look Jesus came in the flesh, I met him, yeah. I talked with him, I touched him, I gave him hugs, I mean, I did all these things with Christ, yeah. and any spirit who doesn't confess that is not of God, and the spirit that does confess the reality of the incarnation is from God. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is the word uh, has come there in Greek, that idea that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, isn't just that he was born, yeah. it's the whole meaning of his birth, That he has come in the flesh means that he has come not just to be present with us, but to save his people. Mm. Actually, that language of God has come to us, right? That is the language of salvation. Mm. He's come all the way to us. Uh, That's what the idea of Emmanuel is, right? Mm. The one who has come to us. He understands us, he knows our weakness. And he died for us. Mm -hmm. So the way we uh, understand and discern true teaching, actually, the way we discern all true teaching is centered around the reality of the gospel, of what Christ has done for us and the fact that he was born and he really was Savior. He was Jesus, Mm -hmm. the one who would save his people from his sins. And he was the Christ, the Lord, the Messiah, the one who truly had come. Uh, the Savior and Lord, that Jesus as Savior and Lord has come into the world in flesh, that he was born, and that he was born to save his people from his sins. Mm. And when we know those realities, that's the way we discern all false teaching, right? Anyone who denies those truths, that Jesus is the one and only Savior, that he is truly God, the God-man, that he came into the world, and that's the only way that we can be saved. Anyone who denies any of those three realities is denying the truth of the gospel and is and is now a false teacher. Yeah. He's not a true spiritual yeah. teacher. God's spirit would never teach anything contrary to that. Yeah. So it's interesting. Christmas in one sense, and all that Christmas means for us, is the way we discern truth from error. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe these things? If you don't, that's error. Yeah. If you do, then that's yeah. that's truth. Yeah. Well, that's great. I never would have gotten that from that. But yeah, that... I, you know. <laughs> I'm not making this up. <laughs> no. Who says it? No, it does. <laughs> but I'm whoa, that was great. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you think? So I, 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 mean, you were talking about this, and as you said this, it kind of hit me that every major religion out there really does try to. They might respect Jesus, right. But they wouldn't see him as God coming in flesh, yeah. And the only means of salvation, and the only, yeah, yeah. Every religion, like in my sermon, I'm going to talk a little bit about this. But like, for example, Mormonism, yeah, Jesus. Came in the flesh, yeah. and they would say, "Oh, he had a body; he really was God." Yeah. But they would—they wouldn't say that he was the one and only God. He yeah. wasn't the Messiah. Yeah. He came; he was a man who became God. Yeah, and then we can also follow in his footsteps. We are men; we can become gods. Yeah. We can have our own yeah. planets. So you have a, de- a deviation—a clear yeah. deviation from this teaching. Yeah. Catholicism—he's man; he was born in the flesh. He came into the world, he was the Savior, but he's not the exclusive Savior. Yeah. You need Mary. You yeah. need the saints. You need Mary is actually called in Catholicism a co-redemptrix. Yeah. She's yeah. the one who uh, works with Christ for our redemption. And yeah. you need the church for redemption. Yeah. So that that limits the gospel that 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 yeah. uh, John is explaining here. Yeah. Uh, Islam, Islam supports uh, Christ as prophet. Yeah. They say Esau, he's a prophet, but he's not the Lord. Yeah. He's not God. Yeah. He's just a he's just a man who yeah. was a good prophet. Yeah. Did miracles. Did a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't truly God. Yeah. Yeah. So all of these religions interact with Christ. All these monotheistic religions yeah. interact with Christ, but aren't truly. Yeah. Uh, even uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses do the same thing. Yeah. They're, they they actually reject. Christ as God, as deity. So the reality of Christmas, the reality that Jesus is the one and true and and only Savior, that he is the one Lord of heaven and earth who has come Mm -hmm. in the flesh, like you talked about the fullness of deity Mm -hmm. dwelling in bodily form uh, yesterday, and then that he has come in the flesh, that he was born for the sake of saving his people. All those things come together in the person of Christ, and it protects us from error, right? As long as we hold on to those Christmas truths, it protects us from error. That's helpful. Very, very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, I hope that's helpful for you. And uh, if you have any questions on that topic or any other topic, we'd love to uh, interact with you. You can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.